are back. Second segment or third segment of the Talking to Yourself podcast. Your host, Chris Chase in the building. And if you are a fan of music, heck, if you're a fan of art, heck, if you're a fan of life, then you would have known that on May 13th of the year of our Lord, 2022, Kendrick Lamar dropped his, dare I say, fifth studio album. You have Section 80, you have Good Kid Mad City, you have To Me Butterfly, you have Damn, and then you have Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers that came out this past Friday. Now, some people would say you also got to count Untitled and Mastered, which is a great album. His Lucy's are better than most people's albums. And then some people would count Black Panther, which is a compilation that he, he ran and also a soundtrack that was nominated for Album of the Year. You can count those as well, but we're going to go with those five. Section 80, Good Kid, Mad City, To Be a Butterfly, Damn, and then this one, Mr. Morale and the um, and the, the Big Steppers. And I spent all weekend. I've probably listened to this album about 15 times all the way through. Like, legitimately what? listened to it. Not like, listen while I was cooking. Not like, listening while... I mean, like, legit ignoring my family. And they understood. It was such a big deal. My family was like, you know what? We get it. We get it, Dad. You don't love us right now. And I'm like, I don't love you. Is I love this more. And they understood. I respect my family for that. <laughs> I ignore paying bills. I ignore doing work. I might get fired tomorrow. I don't know. Se- second time in a row. But you never know. You never know. But the- Because the album just consumed my life. And I put it in our House of Common group chat. I'm like, yo, who wants to link up with the man them to talk about this album? I put it in there. There's 11 of us in the group chat, 10 of us in the House of Commons show, and the silent financier. Only three people answered the bat signal. And I got to be honest with you, friends. It was the three people who I wanted to answer the bat signal. My homies. The Lions are in the building. I got Mark. I got Stefan. I got Calvin. We out here. Not That's not dissing the other guys. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Top guys. of the morning. Top Relax. of the morning. Someone's going to be like, oh, my God, they're breaking up. They're the Beatles. <laughs> Listen, relax yourself, okay? Relax yourself. Just saying that when it comes to hip hop, when it comes to conversations about hip hop, when it comes to conversations about music and art and everything in between, I love talk, talking about it with these three guys because we just kind of we have we we link on 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 the same level. We actually went to go see the damn concert, not the damned concert, like in a mm-hmm. negative sort of like mm-hmm. word sense, but like the damn CD, damn album, the damn concert. Again, I'm saying damn a lot. I apologize, mom. But we actually went to go see the concert together. The 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 four of us. Uh, Stefan got yelled at by a woman. Yeah, he got cussed <laughs> out. He yeah. got cussed out by a More by than woman. yelled at. There's an emoji <laughs> yeah. that we use that is not even the middle finger emoji. That nah. It was, yeah, he, he got he was, he was, he was, <laughs> he got cussed. He got I thought concert was fantastic. That girl must have been South American. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. I will we stay, had great, we had great state by my opinion to this day that Meek Mill at the time was a better rapper than Drake. At that time, I'll go to my grandma. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Stop the morning. Listen, you know, like, yo, yo, Stefan holds L's. Stefan holds L's <laughs> like Jesus holds the world in his hands, okay? Listen. Um, <laughs> Fair. Holds them. But each man in this room has bought me a steak. That is true. That is true. Finally. That is true. That is true. That is true. That, 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 that was a big L. That was a big L take. For the sake of, for the sake of democracy, though, it's fine. Um, so, gentlemen... What I want to do is want to take half an hour or so in this segment because we, you know, we can go, um, we can take three hours if we wanted to. We've done that before in the Hot Common Show. Um, we did this before the four of us. We reviewed the Donda um, LP, the Donda album, and we kind of ranked it. That was a great conversation to have. 
So, boys, let's talk about this latest Kendrick Lamar album. So I'll just kind of, like, toss up some questions, and we'll have discussion around it. So first, uh, Cal, I'll start with you. You know, if you were going to give me your, like, like your one or two-sentence review, recognizing that it's early, it's, we've been listening to it for, it's only been a, the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that we've been all kind of consuming it. If you're going to give your sort of, this is how I feel about this album, what are you saying so far? Uh, there's never been a better album recorded across any genre ever. <laughs> it's so much more than music. It's sincerely a cinematic experience. It is a prophetic tale told about the state of the black American experience that many can't comprehend, and so it's gone over their heads in many ways. We will never get another album like this ever again, and I'm just super grateful to be living in a time where I get to look into the snow globe that is the Kendrick Lamar experience. Wow! Wow! wow. Are there wow. E- are there e- are there any even are there even any words left to say? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Yo! Whoa! Uh, I'll jump okay, in. Bro, I'll, quick, I'll quickly say, um, story is king, and story is back. You know, like uh, Calvin alluded to the cinematic nature of this album. And I would say the storytelling um, that that his lyric, uh, lyricism, you know, is able to produce, it has not been seen. Um, the themes that he talks about and how well he narrates it, I don't think there is an album that has done that. Some people have said... You know, I'm not going to speak for the people. I'm going to say what I what I'm saying. Um, you know, I I genuinely think this is some of his best work, and that he is one of the greatest artists of our time. And Chris, uh, you know, I always love to do this. You you forgot something in your intro. Uh, you didn't say Pulitzer Prize winning. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, man. You're right. You're right. You're right. Kendrick. That's fair. <laughs> Lamar right. Duckworth. But, I mean, here's the thing, though. If I do that, then I got I got to give every accolade. Right, I got 14 Grammys. <laughs> and there's so many accolades. 19 right? BT Awards. The Pulitzer, it's a worthy note. Oh, no, no, don't get me wrong. I apologize. I apologize <laughs> to the listener. I apologize to my brothers in the chat. You are, you are correct. It is. Pulitzer Prize winning damn album. The only yeah. non, um, non-classical, non-jazz album in the history of music to ever win that prize. And uh, Academy Lamar. Award nominated. Jeez, Louise. Like, this I guy mean, is like, out of control. Like, like we can we can go on now. Did he win? No, because black people don't win Oscars for music. But I mean, that's a whole other thing. It's the whole other thing. That's why that's that's why Billie Eilish won this year and Beyonce won. Are we allowed win. at the Oscars? That's why what? Are we allowed at the Oscars? I mean, that's a whole other thing. Listen, listen. hurt people hurt people. That's what Kendrick, that's what Kendrick said. Yo, you feel me? Yep. Top um, of the morning. Before before I throw to Stefan about like what his sort of review of the album is. It's important to recognize like like the how the album is being rated by critics. Again, it's super 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 early. The majority of it is either the lowest rating I've seen so far is 9.5 out of 10. Yeah. It's either 5 stars or 9.5 out of 10. Like 9.5 or higher or 5 stars across the board. Right? And like Good Kid didn't get that. Dependent Butterfly didn't get that. Damn didn't even get that. You feel me? Section 80 didn't get that. He was super early in his career. This one, this one is getting high praise across the board. So it's 
I wish it could sound like it's hyperbole, but everyone's feeling the exact same way. Stefan, if you're going to give sort of a little bit of a, like, this is what I think of the album at this, so far after the weekend, what, what are you saying? I, man, um, Kendrick Lamar, boy. His last album from TDE, this might be, this was heavy. Uh, I like the word Calvin used in our chat when you talked about being cinematic, because this is one, like, you're like, you, as you're listening to it, you're like, yeah, this is, you have to sit and listen to it. And I think I told you guys, I made the mistake of going to the gym and having my first listen, and I'm sitting there lifting weights, trying to listen intently, and I, I like, I couldn't. And I, I had to, like, I had to stop and then listen to it on my drive into work. I think Kendrick outdid himself on this album uh, just with the stories that he's telling and the, the topics and the themes that he's touching on in this album that I don't think a lot of people they don't touch when they're rapping uh, like he and he did it so master and, and so to that point though like just gonna break down the last few weeks when it comes to music so we had Pusha T come out and we were all we were all we all the four of us been big fans of it's almost dry. We, yeah. we 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 write hard for that album. Like it's it's. Listen, let the smoker shine the coop. You want you want to turn up immediately. Put that on. Pray for you. Put that on. Let's go. You know, the, all this sort of stuff, right? Open it. Let's go. Future comes out. You know, uh, I don't want to say he's Calvin's idol, but you know, pretty darn close. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. Don't no, he's not. 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 I want to put that on my friend. I've never claimed this. No, 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 no. Don't put that on me. Don't use my single name. Sony It's a gift. That's what the Bible says. Um, Future comes out. Uh, <laughs> and then you got you got Jack Harlow, um, you know, kind of Who? ruining the party for a little bit. But for some people, they really enjoyed it. But not for not for the man name. Yo, Chris. Never um, heard of him. Yeah, Ella dropping an album. You have a lot of people drop, dropping stuff. And then, like, Kendrick comes out. Wait, and it's kind of like. Hold on. Black Star, first album in 23 years. I have hardly listened it's, 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 it's The Black Star album is on a special app that I have to download and pay for. I'm, I haven't heard the album yet. No, I'll give it a chance. Support the artists you love, bro. Support the artists you love. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is, point I'm to make is Kendrick comes out in the middle of May, <laughs> and it feels like nobody else should do anything anymore. Right? And just, 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 just to kind of like, so I'm reading this Pitchfork article, and here, here's the topics that he covers on this album, on this double-disc album, Right? Fatherhood, materialism, blackness, religion, infidelity, addiction, queerness, sexual uh, sexual assault, and cancel culture, among so many other things. On top of being King Kendrick, aka K Dot, aka Kung Fu Kenny, you know what I mean? Like he covers all of these things all at the same time in this span of work while working through his own issues. And I read on um, on Twitter, someone said that this is what 444 wanted to be if 444 was somebody performing at the peak of their powers and not the end of their career. Wow. Not wrong. Right? So 444 that, was trying to process a lot of stuff. And yeah, this is a much better version of that. Right? And to, and to give context, so 444 is Jay-Z, I think it's um, his, one of his, his last sort of solo album, nominated for Album of the Year uh, a, a, a number of years um, uh, ago. But like his whole thing, uh, Jay-Z is admitting his own infidelity on his, um, um, against his wife Beyonce. He's talking about the black experience, talking about finances, he's talking about all sorts of things. Jay is still Jay. You know, we, we 
famously should have gone to see the Jay-Z concert. Two of us wanted to go, and two of us decided to not go, and now we're likely never going to see Jay-Z in concert ever, ever again because now he's on his host vibe. Okay. But let it be known, two of us wanted to go. That's, that's, that's Stefan's daughter coughing in the background, in case you're wondering. Um, but this is like a My whole bad. other level. So, Bart, I'll ask you, right, because Calvin's internet's messing up and Stefan's in and out, choppy, choppy, choppy. Like... What were some of the topics that stood out to you and you're listening to and you're kind of like, oh, man, like this is this is some stuff right now. I, I'll jump in, man. Like there's a few of them that, you know, um, kind of stood out. The fact immediately that we understand that this is kind of like conversations he has worked through therapy, the whole overarching theme of successful black people having problems and having to sort through them. Um, and we were just talking because I got a phone call from my father. The father time track is very powerful and how he sees his, his life and how his failures is affecting or perceived failures or imperfections is affecting his child. And there is that duality, right, where you hear um, Kendrick start off very much in that almost in that highs and lows sunken place where he's trying to work through a lot of things until you get to the second half of the album where he feels more of that acceptance. Um, so in that sense, the album is very powerful. I love um, the crown track. Like there's so many ideas inside there that are really, really powerful. Um, yeah, I'll just I'll just start with that. There's there's a lot of stuff we can go we can go crazy. I, I know we're gonna keep this short today. Stefan, what about you, man? Like, what what were some some of the the themes or topics that stood out to you as kind of like, yo, this guy this guy's spitting right now? Uh, I think the the abuse theme, as Bart just touched on, is stands out as well as you know, auntie diaries or anti diaries or however you want to say auntie diaries. That that whole conversation or multiple conversations that sort of flows out of that one song with, you know, just the conversation around LGBTQ2S plus uh, that community or, or the idea of accepting, you know, someone in your family and that sort of that conversation and the, the conversation among, you know, the words that we use, right? Like those conversations and that, that like, I listened to that song. And I was like, man, Kendrick, he's spitting a lot of truth here because we in the black community haven't, necessarily been the uh the uh the ones with open arms to to people um that are a part of that community uh and so that was a theme and then you know we talked about the religion aspect of it another theme there that could be conversational and so listening to that one that 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 one song opened up a bunch of different avenues and a bunch of different thoughts like on how we as the listener how we can conversate with those sort of themes and topics. And that one, that, those are the ones that stuck out to me. Yeah. Like, like I, um, I was listening to, to that track again on the, on the way home, uh, from church this, mo this morning. And, you know, there's this, you know, and if you've gone on Twitter at all, if you've gone on social media, at all, you would see that there's obviously a big hubbub around that song, um, Auntie Diaries. Um, because of words that are used in, in the song, because of something called dead naming, where um, Calvin, um, Calvin, Calvin, Kendrick, Kendrick, Calvin would love that you're making that mistake, but Kendrick um, uses the name of, of 
a former name of somebody who transitioned, and that's called dead naming when you call them by their old name. And there's there's people who are offended that he would do that. That same cousin was actually referenced on Good Kid, Mad City, on um, on um, I can't remember. Um, I can't remember what song it is. I apologize off the top of my head. I'll take a look at it after. But that same cousin is referenced in 2000, like, you know, number of years earlier. And then oh, when they go again. out and they go, they go out partying and, and, and cousin ruckus. That's the yes. cousin. Okay. Right. And then, and then, and then the, um, the switch up later, later on, I, I might get in trouble for saying switch up. I apologize. Right. But even there in that conversation, Stefan, one of the things I love about that song is, um, is Kendrick is willing to live in the imperfection, knowing that he's not going to say it properly. But, getting that conversation out there that we're able to then say, so how do we, how do we have these conversations? What do we say here? How do we say these things? What, what is the right way to have this? Or I, I, I love that. If it, because most of these conversations, they always come out rocky and bad anyhow. And you can, and when you're putting it on wax, you can only have the conversation once. And then that's kind of locked in. Remember when Kendra comes out with the black or the berry, there was a big hubbub about how he viewed blackness and how he saw that. When 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 gangbagging made me kill somebody who looks blacker than me, same mm-hmm. as me, and people were like, "What are you talking about? Are you promote like?" And then when he talked about, we talked about, you know, seeing women with stretch marks mm-hmm. on humble, yep. on damn, there's a big thing about how he we Stop with, with that Photoshop. So like, he's and he talks about cancel culture all all throughout this album, going like, "We got to be able to say whatever," and kind of let the chips fall where where they may. And he's the only person I would say that has the clout. To say that and to create conversation and not have his stuff thrown out, whereas if Drake says that, we're kind of like we're throwing him to 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 the to the walls. And Calvin, what yeah. about, like I was gonna say, Calvin, like, throw to you, like, what were some like, whether it's about Auntie Diaries or different something, what were some themes that stood out to you as you were listening to the album? You were like, yo, this guy's spitting right now, man. So obviously he gave us the heart part five beforehand, bet, and I've, I sat with that for. On repeat, maybe 50 times, you know, Spotify checking. But um, looking at, like, just just really looking at the culture and saying, this is stupid. Ask the culture. Like, what are we talking about? What are we doing? And I feel like that was a precursor to this, because really what he's doing, even in Auntie Diaries, and I've been on Twitter and I've been seeing a lot of the, you know, he mistyped, he misgendered, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. But what I look at... Intentional. They don't see that. Right. Okay, right, and and a hundred percent, and you know what? Like, I see there's a there's a community that says I can't believe he used the f word so many times. Did he need to use the f word so many times? And we're looking at this thing, and like I said, it's a bit cinematic, right? So he's telling us a story in the past, but telling you who he is in the moment, and he's flip flopping all the way through. And I think it's really to put an expose on the cultural narrative. He's saying I'm a product of my environment in every single one of these ways: domestic abuse how I view uh, LGBTQI, how every single theme that he touches, the mental health, I'm all a product of my environment, who I was and who I'm becoming, what I've learned and how I'm unlearning. And so I, I understand that the first time through, it can be offensive and get people caught up. But it really is this element of where he's, he's putting the mirror right back on you and he's saying, and how does it look for you? Mm. Mm. I think literally a mirror. It's a prophetic expose of the culture that he's come up through. And I don't think people are, one, caring enough of who Kendrick Lamar is about where Kendrick Lamar comes from to be able to get the content that he's giving them. So you're going to be offended because you came to it and you said, I want to be entertained. And he said, no, I'm actually over that part of it. I'm not your savior. 
And so there's just some themes where I see he's like reclaiming his humanity. He's owning it. He's saying this is this is the last album I have on this record label. I'm giving yep. up all that I got. Also, I haven't had a cell phone. I don't care how much activism you've done in the last couple of years. Yep. I've spent over a thousand days becoming. Do you like it? I challenge you to do the same. And and that I'm in Ghana that, right now. I'm in Accra. I'm not even here to hear yeah, you it's guys. It's just like he's just on a different <laughs> wave. And and I think just like the vulnerability of it. Chris, you asked me what stood out for me. I I have never heard somebody be so honest without having to write a book. He's not tap dancing around the uh, the issues, right? He's not tap dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even that like stop dancing. Even that line that you said, Bart. Stop tap, stop tap dancing around the issues, right? After we cry together, which is we can say this is the most toxic song I've ever heard. Like Future has nothing on the toxicity, and, and saying toxic <laughs> is just so like cliche. Yeah. But like that, like that whole thing, you're kind of like, oh, okay. Like I'm ever listening to this. <laughs> you can imagine like being on Bay Street in the summertime <laughs> with your windows down, just listening to that song, and just kind of parkless, like. Yo, this right, guy's going right. through something right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just you and your mom driving to the grocery store. That song's on full blast. Your kids, are, like, your kids are in the back with their own headphones on. The ones that they wear it so their ears don't blow up. But like, but like the, the idea of like, and then it's Whitney, Whitney, his 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 fiance, his new wife, who's the narrator of the entire album, who's telling yes. him, "You need to go to therapy. Stop tan dancing around the issue on 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 album one," and then celebrating his his realization um that that yeah. moment of like that moment of clarity after mother mother i sober right like Tell daddy you love him but yo like I love you daddy i love you brother like think about like, that it's crazy so we we all thought man kendrick lamar's been he's been absent in the pandemic he says that on uh family times right i've been talking the pandemic yeah, during the pandemic, yeah. yeah so we were like yo this guy's a real artist he's where's he been this man said i'm a serial flirter I've been having a lust issue. I needed to get rid of my cell phone so that I could focus on what I got. I've been too busy doing other things. But everybody's caught up in, in stuff that they're not really listening to what he's saying. It is an unbelievable... But is Kendrick Lamar a Christian or not, Calvin? That's what we really need to get the bottom of. But here, Okay, but like, oh, okay, Bart, there, there is an actual... I don't know if you saw this on my Twitter <laughs> account, right? Because we follow one another. We, we, we Josh went that way. But like, there's an actual Twitter account that's having this whole conversation about, like, is this album a Christian album? And I'm, I'm, I'm like, are, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing? Here's what we're doing. Somebody's finally being honest. Somebody speaking to morals and truths that believers hold or, or claim to hold. And how could somebody who's not one of us do a uh, better job than us? So uh, he has to be one of us. How do you Oof. define someone to be one of us? That's what uh, I mean. Ooh. Let me get out of here. Let me get out of here. We out here having a now. Is he like Mr. Morale? He has to be coming from a Christian worldview. No? And which Christian worldview? The con very conservative one? Because he seems the hotel. To, like so, they want to claim him because they need a savior, and he's saying, "I'm not. I'm not. It's not me." Yeah, they're, they're just ignoring. We cry together the entire time, though. They're like, we, we love these parts. We're just ignoring. <laughs> yes. We're ignoring that. We like one. the part where gonna... he says the f word, but then we don't like the part where they have we cry together and they swear at each other and use that f word. You see the yeah. difference. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird thing. My phone died, so. It will probably do it again. Did you talk about the greatest gift to all of mankind, the edited version of We Cry Together? <laughs> no, we did not. No, no, no. I'm going to bring it up after. I'm going to bring it up ever. I'm going to bring it up after. Before the show, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to because that's fantastic. I'll do it now. Like, so, like, 
Edited music is whatever it is, radio edits, but there's some songs that just kind of like, just don't put them on the album. Just don't put them on the album. There's just no point putting them on the album because it, you, you, the entire song is missing. And that, and that is one of those instances where like having the edited version actually is kind of like, you know what, let's just remove it entirely because the chorus is just the instrumental. There's no words. It's just the instrumental the entire time. <laughs> the instrumental, the, the chorus sounds like Stefan right now on our chat. Wow. In this conversation on, with his bad data, just cutting in and cutting out and cutting in and cutting this out. Cutting in, he cutting got out. 30 gigs. <laughs> I, said, I, got, yeah, I got that. I got that. I'm not going to put out his company, but I got that. I got that data plan. Where's the yeah. data plan, my guy? It's just the three of us sitting here. Stephen's on 3% and he's doing better than you. Come on now. Um, <laughs> so when you're, when you're looking at, like, obviously, you know, the, you know, the, the four of us, Stefan included, you know, we've talked about our own dad stuff in our lives and how that has kind of impacted how we view each other, how we view other people, how we, how we view the opposite sex, how we view cash, how we view work, you know, like when I'm listening to, I am listening to that theme of daddy issues kind of like walk all the way through, like the daddy issues also affects his mom issues at the end and affects his relationship issues. It affects all of these sort of things, right. From a, from a, from a dad perspective. Right. Like when you when you when you, you know, Bart, you touched on it um, earlier, but Calvin, I'll ask this to you. Like when you heard a song like Father Time, like what, what was happening in your mind? For me, you know, after spending the last couple of years doing a lot of therapy, it felt like kin. Like, oh, man, I'm so glad also. Um, but then there was a level up to it. And I feel like he really leaned into how responsible he needs to be as the voice that he has been. And I felt like as he reclaimed some healing, one, it was it was great to hear it, but then also just like going another level and saying all the stuff we're talking about, is, the root causes this and nothing's going to ever change unless we get there. And I'm there. Let me talk about it. Uh, I thought that was beautiful. It was a great invitation in, in a lot of ways. And it challenged me. Like one, it makes you like, yes, you did it. And then two, like, oh, how much more do I have to do? And what, how else are you? Like, just as you said, as it bleeds into all that we are uh, how important it is to have that thing in check not just in my home but in the community that i have built around me right and, and what i look for who i want to become right i'm not there you guys are all ahead of me in that race but you know when i think of legacy and what i want to leave behind and who i want to leave it to the work never ends bart when you when you heard you know again like you, you know, there's songs about his his mom songs about his dad mm-hmm. You, you being a parent of two, husband, husband of one, parent of two, when you think about that for your own legacy, for your own life as, 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 a, as a young father, all the sort of stuff, as a husband, what do what what these themes, these songs say to you? It's, it scares me, if I'm being truthful, because it's like, you see how you could be a product of your environment, and in the immediate relation is you can outrun or outpace that scenario or situation by becoming successful, by finding fame, by doing it on your own terms, X, Y, Z, right? And because you're a product of your environment, because there's nature and nurture both in you and how you were developed and brought up, there are tendencies and traits that follow you. And I think, again, if you you, you watch what happens at the end of this entire story, you know, Kendrick's wife says, you know, tell daddy thank you for breaking these, these generational curses 
break these things off because now he's doing the work so that you could not have to carry Mm. two and three and four generations worth of trauma and toxicity. And for a young dad like me, um, I look and, and, and say, what work am I doing now that's going to not just better my kids to give them stuff that I never had. I think that's a selfish look at what legacy is. Um, but rather, how can I better set them up emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically for success, rounded success? Um, and when I hear that song and I hear how he talks about, I think it's, it's, I think it's this is the song where, where he talks about like, um, uh, what's the difference? Like your, your heart is made of stone. Your mind is made of gold. Your tongue is mm. made of sore, right, yeah, but it yeah. weakens your soul. So it's like you, you don't know you can gain everything and, and still have nothing. So you can have the, the mind of gold, but your heart is stone. And your your tongue could be the sword, meaning that you know it could it could easily decipher and, and and talk good and talk bad. But at the same time, you know you could lose everything because your heart your your soul is not even there anymore. So when I look at like that, I'm I'm like man, okay, I, I think I got more work to do. It challenges right. me because he's he's doing like I I don't give up my cell phone the way that that Kendrick is giving up his cell phone. I'm not. You know, I was in therapy. I'm not in therapy right now working on some of my own issues. It, it really challenges me that way to kind of push more so that my son, my daughter, they don't have to carry my crap. They can actually carry yeah. my giftings and what, the legacy that I have, but they don't have to carry the stuff that I have. I don't want that for them. Yeah, like I, 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 I love that. I love that picture, right? Like if I do the work now for me, then they don't have to do the work because of me. And you know that the the last line on the album is "I choose me." I'm sorry, right? And the the "I'm sorry" is more like tug in cheek. It's not like apology. It's kind of like "I choose me." I'm sorry. Like yep. I gotta do this. And yep. like and with he's like I've had all this stuff. I've had all of the accolades. Talks about like I I've been on every magazine. What's fame to me? Right. You know what I mean? Like like I've I've been like like I went and bought a new car. I did this. I bought houses just for practice. And he's like at the yep. end of it, he's like. I choose me. I'm sorry. And that picture of like, if I do the work on me now, and we've with the four of us, we've talked, we've talked in our group chat at different points times about how we've all done therapy, how we've right. all gone to see a counselor, how we've all gone and sat down with somebody to kind of go like, I have, I have this issue with with anger. I have this issue with lust. I have this issue with 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 finances. I have this issue with with emotionally being unavailable. We, we've all talked about that sort of stuff together with somebody else. To have somebody at the highest of heights. You know, like his life is way different than ours. But for him to be like, I filled my life up with the exact same garbage that y'all did, just on a higher level. And I realized, <laughs> that, like, for me to do better, I have to take everything down from the studs, everything down from the jump, and and to choose. And I, I have to, 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 to 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 choose me. Um, Stefan, what we've been talking about a little bit is just sort of like the um, the, the the theme of, of parenting. You know, you're you have a, a now a now two year old, um, right? Like when you hear um, Kendrick talk about you know songs like Father Time and and Mother I Sober and all these sort of things and this, this idea of and then the breaking of generational curses, right? Like like I, I the amount of people who I know who wept at the end of Mother I Sober when he's like he's setting free 
his mother, he's setting free his cousin, he's setting free Whitney, he's setting free his kids, he's setting free the abusers who have ruined ruined his life, his family's life. Like when you hear that as a young parent, as as a young husband, like what are, what are the themes that come to you? The that idea of it was it was kind of shocking to hear him talk about you know that idea of breaking generational curses um, because I as you guys know I have a, a strong mother uh, especially in the faith and the, this is a conversation that we have I'd say about once every two or three months about the idea of what comes from my father what comes from my mother's side of the family like things that you know that that she sees in me from her from from you know my dad and things that she sees in me from her and things that like you know aren't healthy or, or aren't good and breaking those those sort of quote unquote uh curses that come that pass down through generations and to hear Kendrick Lamar I think you alluded to it a minute ago Kendrick Lamar uh sort of uh, going through these same things and talking about these things it, it's kind of it, it is kind of jarring um and I like I don't know. Forgive me if you guys talk about this, but I I don't know if Kendrick maybe grew up in the church. Well, I assume he grew up in the church. But what does that spiritual life look for him now? And, and then the second question I have is if you know he must be aware of these things, and so we we should all be aware of these things. And to hear him rap about it, you know, I sort of look at my daughter and say, okay, what bad things curses might might pass through? Uh, from from my wife's side or from my side to her, and how do we break those things off of her? Mm. Right? Do I have to anoint her with oil every night and just mm. rain fire and the Holy Ghost on her? And <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> Holy <laughs> right? Like just you know, um, and I, I and forgive me if I wade into the weeds a little. Is this something we talk about more in black families? Wow! Let's go. By Is that go. Okay. Let's go. Like, is this something more we talk about? I'm just, but I'm posing the question: like, do we no, talk no, about no, this more? Let's go. Do we talk about this more in our in you know, regardless of what you know, Pentecostal, non-Pentecostal, whatever? But is that breaking of generational curses something we are more aware of, right? Because of you know, just where where we have been as a culture, as black people. Because I I hear a lot of non-Christian black people talking about breaking generational curses. And being aware of that, you know, mm. my daddy and his daddy, and you and you hear about the abuse that Kendrick raps about, and and you wonder like how how many generations is that passed down through? Bet. And I and I don't no, know if I've yeah. ever heard white, not to you know, I'm not here to bring division. I've never heard white people really talk about generational curses in the same same way we do. <laughs> no, no, I, I oof, no. Go ahead, Bart. Go ahead, Bart. Speak on it. Well, no, no, I was just going to say, like, I think there is a lot of different, there's a universalism of trauma that is the shared experience of being black. That I don't feel any other culture, whether you're Latin or whether you're Asian, you know what I mean? Like uh, one Asian sees another variant of Asian, like Cambodian and Vietnamese or Chinese, they don't give the nod because, like, I see you, I get you, I respect you. Whereas black culture, I can go to Cameroon, which is so far from where I live here in Toronto. Pascal Siakam. Yo, Pascal Siakam. Um, I can go all the way to Cameroon, and we could have a shared experience where life is not easy. Uh, yeah, so I, think, I, 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 I Go ahead, I go ahead, that please. That's like, I think that's like uh, 
diasporic, right? There's certain parts that's of, true. There's certain parts of Black experience in in the world um, that you don't, you wouldn't get the head nod. Like if you go to Holland and there there's no West African brothers, you're not getting the head nod there like you would if you ran into somebody in Guelph here. You know what I mean? Like it is limited. It, it is limited, and I understand. You know, like Haitian di- diasporic people that that are all over. Our experiences are different, but there's a mutuality. Right. And I think even in other cultures, when you let's let's even talk about it in Western Europe, you're gonna. I don't want to get too far in the weeds here. Like I know we're going deep here um, in our very short podcast time. Um, <laughs> I, I know about the Kendrick Lamar album. I, you know what? I'm just gonna say this. Black people do. I'm gonna go on a limb and say, in North America, black people talk more about things that happen down from generation. I don't want to get too spiritual and say generational curses, but they the, the whole notion of you're doing just you you just like your daddy. If yeah, we can yeah, use yeah. that Instead, right. That is yeah. more prevalent in black culture than than white culture or yeah. Latin culture. But I would say that there's there's a flip side to it, right? The other side of the coin is. A lot of our white brothers, and, and for me, a lot of my white family members, they talk about the blessing of their heritage. Of course. Right? Whether there is health or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's the, the, the health, the wealth, and the levels of that are celebrated because there is a passing down and not a picking up of an abandoned person. Right? So there are still 100%. other conversations to have, and there are probably still things... You know, to Steph's credit, that maybe needed to be uprooted out of the lives of those believers. But, but you guys love that show. Uh, I, I, I don't. I won't say the name because they're not paying us. But it's it follows a family that t- talks about the business and their experience in the business. And there's a lot of there's a lot of made. What is it? It's it's like a lawyer show or something like that. You Just put it in the chat. Put it in your actual. Put it in your actual not phone chat. But but it follows the family and the retirement and takeover or lack thereof. Oh. I haven't seen it, so I can't speak. Oh, 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 I got you. So, I, so Logan. You, okay, you see some of those ills, but it's associated with big bank accounts. You see those right. ills, but it's associated with property that's been, like, inheritances are given, whereas within the black community, you hear a lot about things of how could you be like that? How did you pick that thing up? You've never right. been to a granddad. You know but to saying? bring it back to Kendrick, Calvin, I would say I think that is part of Kendrick's idealism. Yeah, that's where the motif, he's like, right? that's the motif where he's saying, I want my kids to have my legacy as a blessing yeah. rather than a curse. perceived curse that is like, you just what? like your dad, you're going to end up just like he did. And this, X, Y, and yeah. Z. He's like, I need them to take the stuff that I leave behind as a leg up in every aspect of their life. Right. Yeah. And I, like my favorite song. I don't know if we have we got there or moving too quick. No, we haven't got there yet. But can't can can we go we there for a second? We on this. So mirror. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful gift that was given to us. My favorite line in there is he goes, "Do yourself a favor and get a mirror that mirror grievance, then point it at me so the reflection can mirror freedom." Mm. It's just know. so Yo, heavy eh? and so rich, and and then he ends off that that sequence and and the song ultimately by maybe it's time to break it off run away from the culture to follow my heart and you know yeah we're believers in in faith spaces and we lead in these faith spaces and all i could think of was jesus talking about if that thing causes you to be off throw it off Mm, cut it off 
You know what I'm saying? Like, just get rid yeah. of it. It's not worth it. And I think we've limited that idea to behaviors uh, and never really looking at motives and, and some other things. And wh whether this is a Christian album or he's a Christian or not, or he's, you know, deconstructed that and found a new thing, he, he explicitly says that he argued with a preacher and that he shouldn't think that one man should be the focus of all of our attention when it comes to faith. But those themes, those ideas of get better or don't, but no more excuses. And if I could be liberated and show it you the way, then we win. We win. We go. You know, I just crazy. No, like, no, there's just like the thing about this. And, you know, I'm looking at the conversation. I'm looking at the time. I might not even get to a first segment. This might be the segment, which is fine with me. Uh, back to a pilot. This might be this might be the, uh, the the entire thing. But like. I'm listening to this conversation and I'm, you know, I'm reminded of one, how dense this album is. Like there's cool. so much that we could, like we can literally do a five parter on different themes within the album. Right. Cause on the one hand, um, in the black community, we will do something like to, to Bart and Stefan's, um, uh, point. You're just like your grandfather. You know, your grandfather used to stand that way. You know, your great grandfather used to do the exact same thing. He used to stand, but we won't then at the same time, same link, same way how on mother, I sober, it's only later on in Kendrick's life. He's like, why didn't you believe me when I said that I, that oh. I wasn't abused? And the mom's like, and his mom's like, because I was abused. Yeah. And I didn't want to ever think that this would happen to you. And so I just immediately assumed that. And so Ooh. we talk to each other, but we don't talk to each other in our community. Right. You know what I mean? Like in other communities, there's a lot of passive aggressivity and a lot of like hiding things. We talk around stuff. Stop tiptoeing around the issue. We talk around and going like, you're just like this. And we yell at each other, which is like the we cry together. Right. And it ends up being this blow-up fight as opposed to actually having like to sit down going like, five years ago, this happened to me. So we, we talk to each other, but we sometimes we talk at each other in our right. community, right. right? We talk at each other like, you're just like this. You're just like this. You are Bobo. This is the reason why this happens. Every time you and your father, you and your this, and we don't say like, there's a reason why you're like this. There's a reason why you sound like your yeah, grandfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're and kind of like, and so in our community, we, that's why we don't talk about counseling so much. We talk about go find God. <laughs> go find, right. you know what I mean go find yeah. God but you put, how many times has Calvin said that in our chat <laughs> at a different reason or another you need to go find God but we do that because we don't know how to really sit down and do the work and, and support one another as we do the work which is why this album is so monumental right. and, and don't get me wrong right like you you're singing other artists too we see that like jay cole has songs where he's talking about going to see a therapist jay cole Drake is not your favorite that in in churchill <laughs> uh churchill downs with uh with what's his name um jack harlow um jack where he harlow talks about, like, he's, like, he's in the he's in the waiting room reading forest magazine while waiting to go talk to his therapist you know what i mean like right. it's happening more and more with these big names kind of making it okay for those of us who may be uncomfortable with therapy to right. go get help and have those conversations and then go back to people and going like, why didn't we ever talk about this? So mm. I listened to this Kendrick album and I'm like, I'm thankful that he's doing the work because it makes me feel even more comfortable about having those conversations with my parents yeah, and right. my sister and my grandparents because we talk at each other in our community. Yeah. Like we wow. next snap in our community. We don't necessarily sit down with each, one another in front of each other to confront things. And I right. still think we're and a then, generation away from the conversation because true, true is like, if you try and you go through counseling and you come to realization and some strength and wholeness, and then you look at somebody who hasn't gone to counseling, it's a waste. You have to go to more counseling. So I actually feel like until our parents go and do counseling, we can't even have the conversations that are incredibly necessary 
for a liberation for ourselves. We're doing one thousand in advance count. for those that are behind Man. us. Like your kids are going to be up amazing conversations because dad did the work, right? And that's, right. that's the thing. And that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. One thousand percent. The when yeah. I realized that my my parents are just like regular people. That like blew my mind. I'm like, oh, you're you're a grown ass adult. Like, I should be as an adult. I should be able to talk to you about real convert because you know, in, especially in West Indian culture, go on for me. This is big people talking now. Go, get out of here. I'm not, I'm not trying to hear this from you. And you can yeah. have those real no. moments of conversations about, hey, the way you just behaved or the way you just spoke to my kid. That's not how we do things. And I want to talk to you about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> good, luck, good luck with that. Right. <laughs> good luck with that. There's a better chance now as me as the grandparents. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can, anyone can still get it. Why do you think I, I still don't have tattoos or my ears pierced or nothing? You know what I'm saying? Because anyone can catch it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all, all the Stephon, you're going to yeah, yeah, yeah. Calvin, Calvin's like the, the avatar for us in that regard. Stephon, you're going to say something? Um, I, I forgot. I lost it. I lost it. Sorry. That's fine. Say. That's fine. Well, I mean, I I just love I, what I love. I mean, there's a lot of things I love about the album. I like I love the like the first two songs are first united in grief. Like we're all in this together. We all. I was have gonna this say that. That's when I first heard that track. I listened to it tra- twice. I didn't even go to track two. I'm like, I gotta listen to this again. This is right. <laughs> Right, like this, and then and then the whole thing about like you know tying in the pandemic N95 take off all stuff. What is it? Yeah. You're ugly. Yeah. You're ugly. You're out of pocket. You're ugly. This is just hard, right? Like the idea of like take off all stuff, take off the Wi-Fi, take off the brick and bag, take off what are you? You're ugly. Yeah. Right, like taking it down to the studs, and you and you slowly. It's almost <laughs> like as if you hear this like this defense mechanism all the way through, and it slowly, slowly, slowly chips away to the point where you get to find that song that's um, the Calvin was talking about, Mirror. It's like this actually, like you actually, actually, you actually learn Kendrick Lamar Duckworth is as a person. Right. Yo, can we? You actually like this is who he is. Can, and and maybe we're reading too much into this, right? But maybe. Kodak Black. Yeah. The bastard child of hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Go, go there. Mm, talk about it. Like artistically express himself in a way that I've never heard or been open to hearing him attempt. And just not to cut you off, yeah. Calvin, just really quickly, but like, and there's been problematic tweets about Kodak Black yeah. because he is under investigation. He was charged with sexual assault, and right. people were like, "Wait a minute, why would you have all these things about like generational curses and blah 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 and right. respecting women?" And then you have I went out that bad bad pop and I like Kodak Black, <laughs> <All those. laughs> right? Like all this sort of stuff. So. And totally. And like, really? You read Eckhart Tolle? That's amazing. <laughs> but, you late, you late. Add you straight. Can, can we you take it like, like, And again, in, in places, we, we work in places, typically, that have redemptive hopes all the time. Right? And this kind of came up in the Donda talk, too. But there's something that's Donda, happened in the Donda, life of Kendrick Donda. Lamar that he could even put on a Kodak Black or have any kind of relationship and allow him to have that much influence other than Baby Keem, who he maybe even wasn't even on the album as much as Kodak Black. Like, let's talk about some of that. Like, who you get to bring with you when you do go on these journeys and what it does to what does What does Kendrick know or what has he seen in Kodak um, that he thought that this would be a good fit? in this redemptive self-discovery type story right. narrative or arc, I would love to know what was going through 
uh, Kung Fu Kenny's mind and be like, so what had made you do that? What made you think Kodak would be the guy who could add perspective to this type of arc that you're building? Because Kodak does a very good job. Yo, he, he crushes he it. Fantastic. That he does. Poem is <laughs> he does. And listen, like, and he and him on Silent Hill. Yeah. Pushing them out like, hey, like, 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 bros, like oh, the, are they next? Are we really putting Kodak back there? <laughs> Yo. Okay, then, like, okay, so, right, like, we're just looking at time. We want to be respectful to all of you guys because you guys got lives to live. You know, Calvin, Calvin, Calvin has things to do. <laughs> we have parenting to do. Calvin has things to do. That's 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 all. I'll put it that way. I'll put it that way. Calvin, yo, Calvin, yo, Calvin's out there. You know what I mean? You get me? Respectfully, respectfully, respectfully. As Calvin said earlier, sensational. Um, <laughs> sensational. So, um, what, you know, let's. I don't want to do ranking of albums. I think that. I think that's. How? Yeah. Like one, I think wow. that work. all I of his albums are between nine and nine point five yeah. or ten, <laughs> right? Like, and I and I also think that like it's unfair. Like it doesn't work with a Kendrick because they're just so yeah. You're just it just doesn't work with his discography. You're, you're just thankful. You're just thankful. You're just thankful. You got like something. Said, it's, he's in the Louvre, bro. It's it's like you turn the corner and there's another masterpiece. You're welcome. You're you're thankful <laughs> that you got thankful. a Kendrick album. You didn't have to buy a stem player. It wasn't on title and it wasn't Dead. delayed. Right, like Dead. you're you're, <laughs> Yo, you're happy. It's never delays. It's never thirteen seconds late. It's right on time. Oh, right, on, and like, and even even for him to say like, I had two years writing writer's block, and then I had to put away my phone and all this sort of stuff. Like, it was supposed to come out when it came out. Everything about it, but like, what were like, what were I mean, what were some of the songs? Like, if you're like going like these, these are the songs like I have on heavy rotation. These are songs that like I I'm yeah. I'm like like like, like that I've been killing the 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 stereo in the car headphones like what what have been the tracks for you guys so calvin i'll start with you like what been, what have been the tracks for you like whether they're like just bangers or so like these are my meditative songs that i've been listening to and kind of like feeding my soul with um mother makes me cry every single time i get i missed i get misty eyed uh, i actually haven't been able to find one song on the album to listen on repeat except from uh auntie's diaries it's been super challenging to me and like i said it's a cinematic experience watching it in real time, uh, looking at the mirror, asking myself questions. Um, but I, I would say that there, there's no singles on here. There, there are no bangers to me. There's nothing to isolate. You actually have to take it in and, and let it rotate. That's just my take. Mm-hmm. Mr. Watson, hot take. Um, you know, it's hard. Savior is, uh, Savior is, I think Savior is it for me. I really I like Savior. I really, I just, I like everything about it. The beat, the, 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 like, and the production, like from a production standpoint, is the greatest. If I can be like totally honest, but Savior, Auntie Diaries. Um, I can't listen to Re- We Cry Together too much. I think I've listened to it three times. And I'm like, all right. And it's not even because of the swearing. It's just like, I understand, right? I don't need to go. I don't. I have sort of been there in my life. Um, you know what I mean? But yeah, That's savior, factual. savior, yep. and, like no, no, seriously, we cry together. I, 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 I get it. I get. I get. I get I, everything you're saying. I feel you, bro. I understand. Yeah, I feel right? you, bro. All right. Um, but yeah, savior, auntie diaries, and like Calvin said, auntie diaries is like those are things you're thinking about. Like it, he forces you to legitimately think about like 
your thoughts, how you think about things, how you think about people who live a different life, like the whole shebang a bang, like that that um that that's there for me. And then I you know what? I'm not a big Kodak Black fan. However, on this album Yo murdered uh, you know what? Listen, like <laughs> that beat has a silencer on 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 the on the snare. The snare is a, is a flipping silencer, and the song is called Silent Hill. Are you freaking kidding me? I'm Mr. just saying. Was good. Sorry, I know it's not my take anymore, but <laughs> go, go, go for it. It's okay. I'm just saying. We're not. We're not. I'm not absolving him of anything that he's done before. Whatever. However, you know what? Kodak doesn't. Uh, doesn't sound too bad. That's what he does. All that stuff, man. Right. So that that's me. Talk to me. Uh, yeah, man. I, I think of all of Kendrick's albums, and I'm a huge Kendrick fan, um, this one, I feel like our, I don't know, like our mental space are almost aligned. Like this is the album I needed right now in my life. So it's like Untitled, uh, uh, sorry, United in Grief. Um, that's, that's one of my favorites. Obviously, Father Time. Um, we cry together. That's again very, very well done. I really like Crown. Uh, what's the one with Ghostface Killer? Purple Hearts. Purple Hearts. Yo, Ghostface. Ghostface goes in, fam. Savior, and of course, Mother and and Mirror. Like, there's there's no misses on here. By the Zero way, there are misses. There's no misses. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like just because we're picking out songs or not picking out songs doesn't mean that we don't like it. Like, there's no. Misses. If you're looking like, for something to bump to, Die Hard. I don't know. Hey, did you do you did you pick this up that like it's every other track that he tackles a huge view? Or yeah, like it, it, it sprinkles like that, through. Right? It sprinkles throughout. It's like he can't help but do it. Like he's. It's almost like he's trying to suppress it and then it keeps on coming out. And then right, finally, right, right. Okay. on disc two, he's finally going like, oh, okay, fine. Like when he's sitting down with the actual counselor at the beginning of the album, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, fine, I'll talk about this stuff. Right. Fine. Right, like, and how many times have I done that in my life? Where I'm like, I want to talk about this, and finally I'm like, oh, okay, fine. And then like the actual work begins. So I get that. I it's, get it's, that. It's a yeah. We're not we're not ranking albums because this is a, that that would be hilarious. But let me just say this: Kendrick Lamar is a, a very treasured artist, at least to me. And this, he put both of his feet in. He put everything in it, and it it's it, it hits very deeply um to who I am as a person and what my what my life is now. So I I I appreciate him I don't know putting in the work and showcasing it for us. We're we're, we're privileged. Like I'm looking at the track list again and like like from a sonic perspective, Savior is probably probably one of my favorite tracks. I just love Baby Keem on the course. Jeez. And I and I love the I love the Are you happy for me? I guess it just makes me laugh every time because how many times have we like how many times have I talked to you guys in our chat about me being paranoid about other people saying like when people are like they love you I'm like they don't love me are you happy for me smiling at me are you happy for me like that chorus just every time I hear it I'm like yes yes and even the, the savior interview which is Baby Keem Baby Keem maybe Mr Baby Keem uh, stand now all yeah, right Baby Keem. Okay, Calvin, 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 you're outside. You're, I, 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 we get it, Calvin. We're you're here. outside. We're out here. We get it. We get it. Yeah, all we hear is yeah, wind I'm right a, now. I'm going to sign off before you know you guys start looking for me and asking where I went. But 
Uh oh. Guys, this album is a 15 out of uh, 10. Nobody compares. Go to therapy. <laughs> All right, Calvin. Easy. <laughs> I'll just really say, like, we'll, we'll, we'll sign off in a couple minutes, but, like, yeah, like, there's one of the things I like, I like about this, I think we put this in the chat, was that we know that Kendrick Lamar could make hits, and he proved that on Damn. Like, I could make number one Billboard tracks. It's not a problem for me. All the stars, I can get nominated for an Oscar. I can do that. And he chose on purpose to go, like, I'm going to make this really uncomfortable for all of you. I'm choosing that. I'm going to put art over commerce. I don't even care. I don't need the sales. I've been on every magazine cover. People love me. I've won every award. I don't need this. I'm giving you me right now. And and this album reminds me more of To Kill of of of, of the Pimp Butterfly, To Kill a Mockingbird, to Pimp a Butterfly, <laughs> where it's like there's not necessarily a hit, like there's not necessarily a single on it. You no. need to take in the entire thing, but there's still songs you can rock out to. So like like Purple Hearts is one, Die Hard is another. Die Hard and is then, a fire. Uh, the video fire. was amazing for N95, by the way. If you haven't seen it yeah, yet, if you haven't I watched saw it, it fantastic. Savior is another one. Mirror is another one. Like there's there's I'm just I'm just happy because it's been a long time. 2017, five years. Like I think about where we were, all four of us in our jobs, in our <laughs> families, in our lives five years ago. Yo, I got like, fired in 2017. That, that so. when we went to the concert, like where we were in our lives five years ago. I just got how fired. How different the world has been. How different the world is now yeah. five years later. And how this, how that album spoke to the time then, how this album speaks to our lives now. And wow. I just love the fact that I can sit down for an hour with my broskies, with the guys I love, you know, as, as, as my family, and talk about this, 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 uh, this piece of art. Because, and we're hey, going to keep on talking about it. Question for real. We, Listen, did we talk about uh, the Kanye Drake line? No, we didn't. Listen, did we, did and we, even there, okay, like really quickly, right? Like, because we, we we said we said a half an hour. It's been it's almost been an hour, right? It's an hour. That's us. It is. Right? It but is. like, even even him saying like, I saw them become friends. And I'm like, yo, what what's the deal with this? Like, yeah. what did you what? How, how did you interpret that line when you heard it? Because the first time I heard, it, I was like, "Oh no, he's putting in names." Well, the fo- the names. following line is that I guess they're more evolved than me, like or I got I have more maturity. I have more maturity. Have more maturity because I think he's referencing his beef with 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 Drizzy, mm-hmm. and he's like, "So in his mind, he's like, yo, you're done off, you're done off.' So if that's how you want to play it, then I'm then you know I don't. There's nothing I need to say to to Drake. I can't believe Kanye was able to reconcile with Drake. I think he's he's kind of like, oh, for real, Kanye, you, you're you made up with him. Interesting, right? All right. Interesting. I, yeah, I immediately thought <laughs> that if 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 it were Kendrick, Kendrick would not have been making up with anybody. I feel like no. no. Yeah, I feel like, and that's what he that's what he was saying. Honestly, totally he's smoking on your top five. That's what he's doing. Instead. Exactly. <laughs> that's it. And he, and he, and he's the lone one. Like none of these guys like actually put people's name. Like well, outside of Kanye talking about Pete Davidson, like nobody puts. It's all subliminals, yes. right? Like for for him to say like I saw them and I was confused, and to Yo. put their names in there. And I, I and I took it in two ways. The first way was just the way you said like oh you, oh so y'all are friends now? Okay, bet. Because he talks about being like isolated and socially isolated before it was it was on Vogue and all sorts of stuff like that. He ta- and he's he's known to be introverted and kind of like with his own yeah. crew and that's it. But then the other part was like that line of I guess I'm not as mature as I thought I was. I got I have more work to do. And I was like, well, is he thinking about like maybe maybe I need to be better? Maybe this beef wow. is stupid. Like at least does the other way I look at it too. Like he's maybe he's like, man, like 
man, maybe maybe it's just too black man. We just need to sit down and like actually have this conversation. Maybe my dad issues of of him saying like like listen, silver spoons don't feed don't pay bills. That's that saying right? Like maybe that whole attitude of his father, who Top Dog almost killed, if you remember at the end of Damn, no, right? All this stuff like that. He's like maybe maybe this stuff that my dad taught me isn't helpful, and I need to make it right. Or maybe he's kind of like you know what? I see you, Kanye. Y'all be friends. Y'all are suspect now. I see both of you. I'm keeping or, my. I, I'm worried about the ops right now. Or maybe he, like, that that sort of leads to. Maybe that sort of leads to the breaking of generational curses, right? That I'm not as mature as, or maybe I need to be more mature. I, amen. Right, 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 it was, right, it right. Was, it was that line, and then the line about the vaccines. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. 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 Was he, what's the line? He says like like um. Oh. Uh, essentially, like like Christians thinking of it as the mark of the beast, and right. then they and then they get the COVID, and they're praying, and they're praying, praying for, to for Pfizer. Pfizer. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then he gets, and then he's thinking about Kyrie, and he's like, "Should I go organic or spend two weeks in bed?" You're like, "Yep." Hey, yo, he's yo, he's that guy. Eh? Because he. what he's saying is what everyone else did, but no one's talking about it out loud. Right, and that's the thing you got to respect about him. You can you can hate. Um, Auntie Diaries, you can hate it, but he said out loud what black people have been saying in their own conversations for years. Bro, I grew up in the eighties. We, so we said I. the f we, we, we said, said the said f it. word, and I'm not and I'm not saying that at a moment of and as pride in any sort of sense, right? So if you go to cancel whatever, it was a different like, time, fam. <laughs> and realizing, like, and he's speaking to the experience that black men. Do you know how many like like? Whether it's saying pause or whatever it is, like in our own community against each other, mm-hmm. and he's saying like, "Yo, I've been doing it wrong the entire." And and to kind, of, I want to maybe close off with this, like the switching of the narrative where he's talking about he's talking in his his voice and he's talking in his aunt's voice and talking in the voice that like and all these conversations happening at the exact same time. And I think what people have lost is like they think it's Kim talking linear in a linear pass, um, right. package. And it's like no, 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 no. Right now he's speaking as as his aunt. Right now, he's speaking as himself. Right now, he's speaking of himself at in, in second grade. Right now, he's talking about... And if you don't catch the switches, then all you're taking it is as lyrics, and you're getting upset about it, as opposed to, right. like, wait a minute, what's this guy saying? It's not and realizing day, Kendrick. He's it's having Kendrick this hypocritical conversation so that we can have out loud hypocritical conversations. And right. that, if that's not art, then I don't know what is. Big facts. I don't know what is. Boys, y'all know I love you. Jeez. Y'all know, y'all, y'all have my heart, man. I'm so glad that we, it's been forever that we've been able to finally link up and do a pod together. And I'm so happy that you've been a part of my show. If you are listening to other podcasts, if, stop that. Listen to the More Life podcast with Bart Aniston. If you're a friend of me, be a friend of my guy, Bart. Stefan is, I'm waiting for Stefan and the Tim show whenever that happens. They have the pilot, <laughs> the back to pilot being recorded. See, I just want the blogs. I want regular blogs. Stefano. Oh boy! Regular barber's chair, eighty-eight dash with Calvin Forbes, and, his, and if he's not on, if he's not doing um, other TV shows, other things like that that he already does on these streets, Lion Chat representing the House Common Show. Boys, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Talk Anytime. To you, you already know what it is, and get and listen, get in the, get in the DMs appropriately. Let me know what you think about the album. Um, even if you're a Christian, you're kind of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you listen to the album. Yell at me, go for it. It fuels me, it gives me strength. Do all that sort of stuff. Let me know, like, what were the songs? Yeah, I, guys, seriously, the amount of people who messaged me and said, like, I cried at Mother I Sober. Like, legitimately, like, said, like, I cried at that song. 
I when he started setting people free, like I cried. The amount of people who like listen. Thank you, Kendrick Lamar. You're never gonna listen to this, but thank you, Kendrick Lamar, for blessing with if if the last words in your art to us is I choose me, I'm sorry, mic drop five for five. Well done, good sir. Well done. Top of the morning. Top of the morning, mm-hmm. top of the morning. Shouts to Baby Keem. We out. <laughs>